Happy Mother's Day. Feliz Dia de las Madres. Today is a special day, and we thank all the mothers out there. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for just being you. Today we got a special message focused on mothers, motherhood. The title of today's message is A Godly Mother's Value. Today, ladies, is a special day. It's your day. No cooking for you. If you're married, your husband should take care of all of that, you know, or, or your kids, or, you know, today's your day. You're off until 12 o'clock, 12.01 midnight, right? Right? It's been said that being a mother is one of the toughest jobs out there. So, ladies, welcome to the toughest job. But did you know that being a mother, it's, it's more than a job. It's a calling. It's a calling by God. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. Not everyone has that blessing to be able to be a mother. So if you're a mother, cherish it, you know, Tre- treasure it the way Mary did, the mother of Jesus. The Bible says that she treasured everything up in her heart. Everything of of Jesus as a baby and as a child. She didn't want to miss anything. In the same way, mothers treasure being a mother. They enjoy it. Soak it up. Mothers, we honor you today. We thank God for you. Because of everything you do, everything you say, every big thing, every little thing, everything that unfortunately sometimes we take for granted, we say thank you. Gracias a todas las madres. Que Dios te bendiga. God bless you. But I also understand that for Mother's Day, for some of you, this might be a tough day. Because maybe your mother's not here. Maybe God's called her home and she's died and she's no longer here. I understand that. And I want you to know the Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. So if your heart's broken today... Because you miss your mother. Draw close to God. I also understand that for some of you, Mother's Day is a tough day because maybe you didn't have that blessing of having a good mother. Maybe she wasn't a really good mother because, you know, wow, if we could take a trip back in time and look through a window, once upon a time, your mother was a little girl growing up in a home and she had a mother. Could it be that maybe she never received the love that she needed and she never healed from the brokenness in her heart and her life and nobody taught her how to be a good mother? Could you extend her some forgiveness and some grace? Just as God has forgiven you and me, can you forgive her? Because maybe she did the best she could with what she knew. I heard a story this week, it broke my heart. They were talking about mothers, and on Wednesday as I was working and I was listening to Moody Radio, they were interviewing a young lady by the name of Stephanie Fast. And I heard her story, and it broke my heart. It broke my heart. She had been a war orphan from Korea, a little Korean girl. She, because she was born out of wedlock, and they made a... They, They wrote a book about her life story. It's called She is Mine. She is Mine. Because she was born out of wedlock, a Korean mother with a military person from the U.S., and back then that was a no-no because of the culture, the Korean culture. Because of this, 
Her family had rejected her. You know, everyone rejected her in her family. She was an outcast. The society had rejected her. And one day her mother told her they were going to take a trip on a train. And you see, because they were poor, that was a big deal. She was only like four years old, and she was so excited. She was going to get to go on a train with her mother. And before they got on the train, her mother, the last thing she heard from her mother say was, I'm not going with you. You're going to go alone, and your uncle will be waiting for you. That was the last time she, she heard from her mother, a little four-year-old girl. And she gets on the train, and when she gets off the train, there's no uncle. There's nobody waiting for her. She was abandoned. And the more I heard it, it broke my heart. It broke my heart. She had been rejected as a little girl. She ended up living in the streets, trying to survive. They tried to kill her because she had stole some crops from farmers just to survive. And while she was, while she was at the point where she was almost going to die, God sent somebody there to rescue her, to free her, and let her know, you have value. She was mad because everyone had rejected her in life. Society had rejected her. Her mother had rejected her. And then one day, she heard the voice of God in her life. And what she heard from God was, she is mine. And that transformed her life. She heard it loud and clear that God was saying, even though everyone else rejected you, I have not. You are not a mistake. She is mine. It broke my heart. I I was choking up. I, I almost started crying while I was working at my desk. You know, all the abuse, the abandonment. I'm picturing this poor little girl. And I thought, wow, you know, not everybody has the blessing of having a good mother, a loving mother, a godly mother. It's a blessing. Don't take it for granted. You see, I've been super blessed in my life personally. I've been blessed with a loving mom, a godly mom, a Christian mom. Not perfect, but a great mother. And God blessed me that I went from that to a great wife, an amazing wife, a loving, caring wife, who's a great mom to our daughters, our two girls. She's a great mom. Hopefully that scores me a few points. But I understand that's not everybody's story. Not everybody has that blessing. But let's look at point number one, the value of a great godly mother. Point number one, a mother's love and sacrifice. The Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 51, and his mother treasured all these things in her heart. It's speaking of Mary, the the earthly mother of Jesus. She soaked everything in about Jesus. She didn't want to miss anything. Isn't that like a mom? doesn't want to miss nothing. It doesn't want to miss a picture or, or a funny moment or, or just a bonding moment. Isaiah 66, 13 says, As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. If there's a trait out of all the traits, all the characteristics that symbolizes, that represents a loving mother, it's her love. Her love, she knows how to love. Mothers know how to love. It's just natural. They know how to nurture and care. And listen, mothers don't speak about love. They show it. 
They do it day in and day out. From the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep, they're loving their kids. They're loving their husband. They're, they're loving their dogs. I don't know about the cats, but yes, the dogs. Okay, maybe the cats too. That's why when God compared his love for us, the Bible says that he compares it to how a mother loves her children. Never underestimate the power of a mother's love. Listen, show me a kid that's been loved greatly by his mother or her mother. Watch out. That kid's going to take off. That's, that kid's going to believe in himself or herself because she's got a mom that believes in her, that loves her. In Isaiah chapter 49, verse 15, the Bible says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she's born? Though she may forget, God says, I will not forget you. I will not forget you. What God is saying is that a loving mother never forgets her baby. Mothers, a good mother doesn't forget. She doesn't forget her children. She's always there for them. She never gives up on them. She always prays for them. She's always there for them. Even maybe not physically, but in spirit. She's always thinking about them. God says a mother's love is so powerful, so powerful, that as a mother comforts her child, so I, God says, I'll comfort you. Did you know that mothers reflect the love of God? A good mother, a loving mother, it's a reflection. It's a little picture of God's love for all of us. If there's one thing mothers know how to do, it's love. They know how to love. They know how to nurture and care. It just flows out of them. Look at what John 15, 13 says. Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down his life for his friends. Did you know that every day, every day, day in and day out, from the morning to nighttime, mothers constantly lay down their lives. They sacrifice themselves for their kids, for their husband, for their family, without complaining, without complaining. They give of themselves. They sacrifice day in and day out. Every day, mothers, they give everything of themselves to their kids and their family. And the greatest thing they give is themselves, is them. Because from the moment they wake up in the morning, a lot of times they're the first ones up in the morning and they're the last ones to go to sleep. Because they want to make sure everyone's taken care of. Everybody's eaten. Uh, make sure that they cooked and they cleaned and, and took care of everyone, including the dogs. Even the dogs. Right? But who's taking care of the mother? Who's taking care of them? God is. And we as husbands and, and kid, as kids, we should take care of them. We should watch out for them. We should love them back. Mary, the earthly mother of Jesus from the day that she gave birth to Jesus, from that little day that she gave birth to Jesus, from the moment he opened his little eyes as a baby, little baby boy, beautiful baby boy, our Savior, to the moment he closed his eyes on the cross on Calvary, Mary was there. Jesus' earthly mother was there the whole time, in the good days, the beautiful days, and in the bad days, the sad days, the tough days. 
the cross of Calvary. But Jesus rose from the dead. But isn't that like a good mother? Isn't that like a loving mother? Always there, always caring, never giving up, never stop hoping, never stop believing. Mary was there. Listen, the power of presence. Mothers, never underestimate the power of your presence in your child's life. Your words are powerful, powerful. You have great impact, great influence in the life of your child, in the life of your husband if you're married, and others, your whole family. When I first became a dad, one of my pastors told me, Pastor Clark Seafeld, he said, Henry, little eyes are watching Little eyes are always watching you. Mothers, little eyes are watching. They're watching you. They're watching to see, do do you read the Bible? Do you seek God for yourself? Do you spend time with Jesus? More is caught than taught. So what are our kids catching from you, Mom? Mary, she treasured up all these things in her heart. She wanted to soak it up. Today, she would have been posting pictures on Facebook of Jesus, right? Right? She didn't want to miss anything. Jesus was born, and listen, Jesus was born, conceived from the Holy Spirit. Mary was was made pregnant by the Holy Spirit. But after Jesus was born, Joseph and Mary had other kids. She loved all her kids, all of them. And it's important that we understand she was there from the beginning. She was there at the end. What a mom. Only, only like a mom, right? Only like a loving mom. Mothers, but if you're going to love the way God is calling you to love your children, love your husband if you're married, love your family, love others, then it's important, it's critical that every day you fill up your love tank with God. That you fill up your love tank with God. As you receive the love of God, then you're able to flow in his love to your kids, your spouse, your family, to the world. So one of the biggest qualities of a beautiful mom, of a great mom, the value of a mother is her love and sacrifice. Number two, how about a mother's impact and influence? For this, we're going to look at the mother of Timothy, young Timothy, young pastor, we're in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, and this is the Apostle Paul talking. And he says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you, Timothy. I first saw it in your grandmother, then your mother, and now it lives in you. Jesus is in you, Timothy. Listen, never underestimate the influence and impact of a godly, loving mother on the lives of her children. Watch out. Watch out. Mothers, you have great value. You have great influence. You have great impact in the lives of your children. You have no idea how God's going to use them as they grow up. And you carry a great influence. You matter. You have great value. Mothers, you're important. You count. I know as our kids grow up and sometimes when they reach preteen and teen years, they might not want to hear our counsel. They might think they know everything, but they're still listening. They need you. They need you in their lives. Mothers, you're important. You count. The Apostle Paul was a spiritual father to Timothy. 
He mentored Timothy. Timothy was like a son to him. He loved him as a son. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2, Paul, speaking of Timothy, he says to Timothy, my dear son. He calls Timothy his son. He's like, son. He was a father figure to him. He was a spiritual father figure to Timothy. But the Apostle Paul, even though he loved Timothy as a son, and even though he was a great influence in his life, to the point where he was raised up, God called Timothy to be a pastor. He was super shy. And here God called him, raised him up to be a pastor. Timothy, Paul was key in Timothy's life. But despite that, when Paul thought about the influence, the Jesus influence in his life, the first two people he mentions, he says in 2 Timothy 1.5, he says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you, Timothy. Listen, before there was an Apostle Paul in Timothy's life, there was a grandmother Lois and there was a mother Eunice. There was, he, tenían una madre cristiana, una abuelita cristiana en la vida de Timoteo. He had a grandmother, he had a mother that made an impact in his life. The father, his father wasn't a spiritual force, wasn't a spiritual leader, but he had a mother. He had a grandmother. Listen, never underestimate the impact of a godly mother, of a loving mother, of a Christian mother, a Christian grandmother. They know how to pray. They know how to seek God. They know how to cry out to God. Watch out. You're so blessed if you have that in your life. Don't take that for granted. Mothers, you're making a difference. You're making a difference. I know there's times when you're tired, when you're, you're working in the home and you're working outside of the home. And you're paying bills, you're doing life, and sometimes you're overwhelmed. And sometimes you may be tired and you think, am I really making a difference? You are. In Jesus' name, you are. You are. But don't try to do it in your strength. Don't try to do it in your strength. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Listen, what Paul was teaching us here in this verse, he was saying that the greatest gift, mothers, you will give your children is a legacy of faith in Almighty God, a legacy of faith in Jesus Christ. Listen, your number one job is to take their little hand, take their little hand and put it into the big hand of God and introduce them to Almighty God. That's your number one job, to love them to Jesus, to introduce them to God, but more is caught than taught. More is caught than taught, moms. Our kids don't become who we dreamed them to be. They become who we are. So let me ask you, what are your kids catching from you? Are they catching Jesus? When was the last time they walked in and they saw you reading the Bible and, and with a little notebook and you're studying the Bible or, or they heard some worship music playing as you're doing the dishes or, or cooking or something? When was the last time they walked in and they saw you on your knees praying, crying out to God? When was the last time a problem came up in the family and your first intuition, your first thought was, and you said it, what would God do? What would Jesus do? Hey, let's crack open the Bible. Let's see what God has to say about this. 
Never underestimate the influence and impact of a godly, loving mom in the lives of her kids, in the life of her husband and family. It's powerful. Watch out. Mothers, more is caught than taught. More is caught than taught. Listen, I challenge you, be on fire for God. Seek God first with all your heart. Listen, one of the greatest things you could do for your kids is pray for them. Listen, you love them. You're crazy about them. Praise God for that. But did you know that God loves them more? Did you know that when you can't watch them, you could lift them up to God in prayer and God is watching out for them? Amen, right? That's exciting. Little eyes are always watching, moms. Little eyes are always watching you. Impact. But if you're going to impact your kids for Jesus Christ, if you're going to have a major impact showing being a loving, caring mother that God is calling you to be, then you need to allow God to impact your life. The most important time, mothers, is the time you spend alone with God every day. Every day. Some call it a quiet time, a prayer time, a Bible study time, a time alone with Jesus time. You have to have it. You have to make the appointment. You have to make it. That's the most critical time. It's in those times when the Holy Spirit is working in you and teaching you how to be the mom that God is calling you to be. Our final point, point number three, gifts that mothers want, right? Gifts that mothers want. We're looking at Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. The Bible says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. And in Ephesians 5, 25, God speaks to the husbands and he says, Husbands, love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Listen, today, mothers, I'm sorry. I have to say I'm sorry. Today, a lot of mothers, you're going to get some bad gifts. I'm sorry. You're going to get some bad gifts. I hope a lot of you get good gifts, right, to try to make up for it. Don't make the mistake I did when we first got married a long time ago. My wife and I, my beautiful wife, Val, um, I don't know what I was thinking. You know, you make so many mistakes in marriage as a husband and as a father. And I remember we were watching TV and something was said and, and my wife made a comment and there's a, I think there was a commercial about a hammock. And in my mind, I thought, that's what she wants. She wants a hammock. In Puerto Rico, we call it a maca. Una maca. Quiere una maca. So I'm like, that's it? I'm going to buy her a hammock. I'm going to get her to stand. She could put it anywhere. It's going to be great. She's going to love it. I was so proud of myself for this gift idea that I'm telling my friends, I'm telling my coworkers, yeah, you know, they're like, and people are just looking at me like, that's a strange gift. Let's, let's see how that works out for you. The day comes, Mother day, Mother's Day comes, and to cut it short, she wasn't impressed. She didn't like the gift. Actually, she hated it. I don't think she ever sat in it. I spent more time in a hammock than she did. So if you're thinking about buying your mother a hammock, don't do it. Just drop it off here at New Life Melrose, and we'll use it here. But mothers, I'm sorry. Some of you are going to get some bad gifts. There's some Chia Pets coming your way. There's some gifts that nobody wants that are coming your way. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me say it in advance on behalf of your kids. 
But let's talk about some gifts that mothers do want. Some gifts that mothers do want. Some gifts that mothers do want. You know, you know what moms want from their kids and from their husband? They want their love. Their love. You know what else moms want? They want appreciation. They want gratefulness. They want, they want affirmation. You know what else moms want? They want honor and respect. Listen, the greatest gift that mothers give us day in and day out, the greatest gift that our, our wives give to our kids as mother of our kids is their love. Their love. Every day, day in, day out, sacrificing day in and day out. They give their love. You know what they'd like to receive back? Love. Love. That's the greatest thing we could give them is our love. It's all of us. They give us all of them. We could give them all of us, all of our love. And listen, we need to love our mothers. It needs to be an action. Actions speak louder than words. And it can't be just one day out of the year where we make a Rocky 10 comeback, right? On Mother's Day, you know, we buy the flowers, the candy and everything, the whole nine yards. And then we treat them bad the rest of the year. I guarantee you, mothers would rather not receive any physical gifts and just receive our love every day. Every day. Listen, we need to appreciate them. We need to thank God for them. We need to love them in action, in words, hugging them, kissing them on the cheek, taking care of them, watching out for them. Listen, mothers and fathers, it's our responsibility as parents to raise our kids in the ways of God, to raise them up and provide for them until they're young adults. And listen, if you're a kid and you're a young, you're a young adult, it's your responsibility to watch out for your mother. Make sure she's okay. Make sure she has food. Make sure you're showing her love and you don't forget about her. After all, she is your mother. Listen, so we need to show our mothers love. We need to love them, appreciate them, help them in actions. Actions speak louder than words. That's why God, when speaking to the husbands, he says, husbands, love your wives. He said it in Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for the church. Husbands, we're supposed to love our wives, the mother of our children, as Jesus loved the church. Wow. A lot of times we compare our love for our wife, our love for the mother of our kids, compared to the abusive husband or the abusive father. But the Bible says we need to compare our love to Jesus. How Jesus loves the church and gave himself for the church. He put the church ahead of himself to the point where he died on the cross and rose from the dead. Every day men, husbands, fathers, we need to love our wives, love the mother of our kids, and show them in action how much we love them. We need to give up ourselves for them every day. And I know some of you are thinking, that means I have to give up the remote control? Yes, you do. Start with the remote control and work from there, right? So mothers, they want our love. They want our love. But they also want to be appreciated. Appreciated. A simple thank you. Listen, if there's one thing my wife and I, we, we taught our girls since they were little, say thank you for everything. Everything. 
after dinner. Thank you for cooking. Thank you for washing the clothes. Thank you, Mom. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. We want them to appreciate their mother, not take her for granted. Listen, appreciate her. Don't take her for granted. Believe me, there are a lot of kids that don't have a mother or their mother's gone home. She's died and she's no longer here. They will love to trade places with you. Don't take your mom for granted. Let me ask you, when was the last time you thanked her? When was the last time you appreciated her? When was the last time you picked up the phone? Maybe you're an adult and, she, and you don't communicate much with her. When was the last time you called her and said, hey, mom, how you doing? I just want to say I love you. I just want to say thank you for everything. You know, it's, it's sad that unfortunately a lot of mothers only hear about all the mistakes they made. And we forget that as we have brokenness in our lives, they do also. And a lot of times it's sad that a lot of mothers don't hear about all the good things they did do. I could think of one. They gave birth to you. Without God using them, you wouldn't be here. Could you start there? Could you extend grace? Pick up that phone. There's phone calls that need to be made today. There's some phone calls, some reaching out. Say, Mama, I love you. You know, and if you're a Christian, it's an opportunity for you to speak in to your mother's life and say, you know, Mom, I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're good, Mom. You're great, Mom. You're loving, Mom. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for working. And I know it was hard, and, and there was a bunch of us, and, and you sacrificed so much, and you never complained. Thank you, Mom. I love you. Thank you, God, for blessing with this mother. And you know what else they want? What mothers want? Another gift that they love? How about some honor and respect? Honor and respect. Moses, when he was speaking to the families and when he was speaking to the children and the people of Israel, in Exodus 20, verse 12, he says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long. That's a conditional promise. First conditional promise in the Bible. That the Lord your God is given you in the land. That your days may be long. In another version it says that it may go well with you. It may go well with you. Honor your mother and your father. Honor your parents. Listen, you don't have to agree with them all the time. You do have to respect Listen, mothers deserve a special respect. Fathers deserve a special respect. Why? They're your parents. Without them, you wouldn't be here. Honor them. Thank God for them. So three gifts we can give our mothers today. Our love, our appreciation, affirmation. Honor, respect. Amen? Mothers, I want you to know that you are loved deeply by God. You're loved deeply by God. You might say, well, I've made a lot of mistakes. We all have. We all have, beginning with me. But I want you to know that wherever you're at, if there's brokenness in your life, God meets you where you're at, but he won't leave you there. God loves you, and we love you at New Life Melrose. If there's anyone out there that maybe. You don't know about this thing about love because you've never received Jesus into your life as your Savior, as your Lord. Let's start there. Would you repeat this prayer with me? If you want Jesus to come into your life, just repeat this prayer. This is between you and God. Or maybe you're a mother and you've never received Jesus. 
is your opportunity to begin again, have a new life with Jesus Christ. Just close your eyes and repeat this prayer with me. Father God, I know I'm a sinner, and I know Jesus died for me, and I need Jesus in my life. Come into my heart, Jesus. Be my Savior. Be my God, and I'll follow you all the days of my life. Forgive me for my sins, God. I give you my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If you've prayed that prayer, will you reach out to us on Facebook and say, hey, I prayed with Pastor Henry, and, you know, I'm a Christian now. So we could send you some materials and reach out to you. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family of God. Amen. Well, enjoy the rest of this day, mothers and families. God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. God bless you. Have a good week.